And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry. I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. What do you do, Carl? Carl is a inventor slash entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm still looking for that home run, you know? I mean, <laughs> when I saw the iPod first time, I was like, yeah, I could have kicked myself. That was so hard on him. What's your name? Carl, my name. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the vivacious Lisa Wolf. In this hour, we'll present a classic radio action episode A Bold Venture, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. But it's time now for Movie Jeopardy. Lisa Wolf Trebek will play audio clips from popular movies. I'll try to name the movie while you play along at home. Right, Lisa? Oops. Wait, how come your microphone isn't on? Uh Uh-oh, Lisa's microphone is not on. That's not good. Oh, boy. Try, um, Try another one. I don't know. I have it on. Any luck? Can you go over there? <laughs> um, live radio. Try over there, Lisa Wolf. Let's see what we got here. Try right there. Hello? Hello? Hi. Nope. Try that one. Here. How about that? There you go. All right. Terrific. All right. All right. I'm ready when you are. Okay. Terrific. Well, uh, in thinking about who to do for Movie Jeopardy, I decided on your twin. Uh-huh. So who would you that are? be? Tom Cruise. Yeah, of course. You've got it. So this is going to be about your twin, Tom Cruise. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, the first movie goes back to 1992. All right. What's going on? We had A moment ago, you said that you ordered Lieutenant Kendrick to tell his men that Santiago wasn't to be touched. Mm. That's right. And Lieutenant Kendrick was clear on what you wanted? Crystal. Crystal. Any chance Lieutenant Kendrick ignored the order? Ignored the order? Any chance he forgot about it? No. Any chance Lieutenant Kendrick left your office and said, the old man is wrong? No. Oh, gosh. I'm drawing a blank. Is this like a few good men or something like that? Yes, it is. Exactly that. It is? Just exactly that. So... So, <laughs> of course, who did you hear in that clip? Well, well it's Tom Cruise. Right, with? And, um... Come on, he's the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember his That's name That's Jack right. Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, Right? Yeah. So uh, this was a legal drama directed by Rob Reiner. And that's the right answer, A Few it, Good Men? That's the right answer. It's been a long time How since I've seen that movie. I don't know. Nominated for four Academy Awards. That's a great film. I need to Did take a Prevagen. Pro- Hang on a Apparently you don't. <laughs> take a Prevagen one second. I think you're okay. <laughs> I'm going to get these a lot quicker now. Oh, well, there's no time. There's no time limits here. <laughs> the next uh, Tom Cruise film goes back to 2012. It's your last chance to walk away. Are you kidding? It's five against one. It's three against one. 
How do you figure? Once I take out the leader, which is you, I'll have to contend with one or two enthusiastic wingmen. The last two guys, I always run. Are you, uh, you done this before? It's getting late. Remember, you wanted this. Oh, and there's man. a big fight scene Sounds to follow. Sounds tough right there. Yeah, he is tough. Um, I actually know this, Lisa. Believe okay. it or not, I saw this. Okay. That's Jack Reacher. That is absolutely right. Uh, uh-huh. That's based on Lee Child's uh-huh. novel called One Shot. I didn't know and that. I didn't think so. Um, and in uh, 2016, Tom Cruise reprised his role in uh, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. Did you hmm. see that one? Mm, I don't know. Well, maybe that should be your next uh, movie. Yeah. Jack Reacher, I'll Never Go Back. Never Go Back. All right. <laughs> All right. Next. I'm Nin- two for two. Two for two. Wow. We'll have to change that. 1981 drama. We are going to have such a great year. It is going to be the best year yet. We are going to command the best regiment this school has ever seen. Damn well said. In honor of this auspicious occasion, Major Moreland, your presence is requested in the hallway. Right there, that's what gives it away. Uh, the last three seconds of the clip. So what year? 1981. So oh this goes gosh, way back. This goes way back. This huh? uh, was his first mm. major film yeah. role following his brief appearance in Endless Love. I don't know if I know this one. You know the last three seconds of the clip? What was that? It's like lockers being slammed or no, something? No, that was their boots. Oh, I don't know. That's kn- called, this is Taps. Taps. I would have never. Okay, that was with Timothy Hutton. I would have never gotten that one. Sean Penn. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. It's about a military school students, and they're trying to get the school from closing. Didn't see it. It's a great film. That Mm. was Sean Penn's first film role. Really? Yes. Even before Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yes. Wow, okay. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, see, we we ruined your streak. So sorry about that. Got me. Next, 1986. You think your name's going to be on that plaque? <laughs> yes, sir. I should know this one. That's pretty arrogant, considering the company you're in. Yes, sir. Yeah. I like that, Love the pilot. I like that, the pilot. Remember, when it's over out there, we're all on the same team. Gentlemen, this school is about combat. There are no points for second place. Yep, I know this one. Yep. Right? Yes, I think so. I'm pretty so. sure. And wasn't one of the songs from this movie your song at your wedding, you you and Dan's wedding? See, you remember too much. I wasn't at much. your wedding, but... No, well, of course not. <laughs> so this is Top Gun. This is Top Gun, absolutely right. And there's a Top Gun 2 coming out pretty soon. Right, so it's titled Top Gun Maverick, and it's scheduled to be released May of 2022. Okay. So that's very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if that's true, but yeah. that's what I read. Coming out. It's coming. I read it on the internet, Carl. It must be true. So, <laughs> so my three for four? Uh, three for four. Okay. Oh, your math skills are really mm-hmm. improving. Wow, well, I took the prodigy. <laughs> All right, next one, 1983. And I see her. This girl, this incredible girl. I mean, what she's doing there i don't know because she doesn't live there it's a dream so i go with it who's there she says 
Joe, I say. What are you doing here? I don't know what I'm doing here. What are you doing here? I'm taking a shower, she says. Um, and the scene gets steamy. <laughs> wow, is this risky business? Yes, it oh, is. Wow, that's I didn't recognize that clip. Really? Yeah. Oh well, that's the yeah with the uh, Rebecca De Mornay. Exactly. Yeah. That's when he's yeah. Well, you heard it. I don't have to explain it to you. <laughs> um, that would be Joel Goodson, who lived at home in Glencoe, Illinois, with his parents. Right. Well, that's his character's name anyway. So, uh, great movie. Four out of five so far. Four out of five. five. One to go. Mm. Ready? I'm ready. See if we can mess you up. 1996. Of IMF agents at the embassy tonight. I don't quite follow you. Let's we'll see if you can follow me around the room. <laughs> the, I think the music helps here. Yeah. <laughs> the couple waltzing He's around. He's made like eighty-five of these films. Exactly. The waiter standing behind Hannah at the top of the stairs. Bow tie. Twelve o'clock. The other IMF team. Okay, that this one I know like a hundred percent. I I believe you. It's mission. Impossibility. That, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's the one. This is the first installment in right. the Mission Impossible film series. Right. And um, this was produced. Is this the, that was the first one? This was the first okay. produced by and starring Tom Cruise. And it was a continuation of the original television series, which we all watched. You know, he makes so many of these. Sometimes I just make some of them for him. Right. To give him a break. Like a body double kind of well, thing. Well, no, I'm, I'm like the lead throughout the whole thing, but people don't know because we look so much alike. Right. You, you should can't post tell that, who is who. You should post that picture again for our listeners. The one of, of you me looking and, like well, your Well, twin. me and Tom. You can't tell which one is me and which one is Tom. Right. It is confusing. I'll yeah. see if I can post, post that, that again. Post that one again. I can do that for you. All right. You. Well, thanks, Lisa Well, thank Wolf. you, Tom Cruise. Um, I don't know what happened to your microphone, but luckily there's, we'll, there's others. So. We'll see if we can get it going. <laughs> All right, when we come back, it's Bold Venture, actually the very first episode in the Bold Venture series starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. So how come you couldn't talk to the audience without a microphone? Don't you? Can't you yell I, really loud? I was trying, but you wouldn't hear. You couldn't hear me. Your voice was so overpowering. I mean, it's your voice is so piercing. Anyway, you think I, be you able could to, hear me all the way across right. the country, it's right? Like, and even in all those other mic- countries. What do you need a microphone for? Exactly. I don't know. You know, we just uh, played a uh, a Mies Meals spot earlier. I got to tell you, folks, if you haven't tried Mies Meals yet. You're missing out. We get it every week. We love Mies Meals. You know what I had this week, and I think we posted a video of it. Yeah, shrimp something, right? Oh, it was so good, Lisa. It was like a pasta with shrimp, but it was spicy shrimp. It wasn't too spicy. You know, like I can't handle too spicy, but it had a kick. It had a nice little kick to it, but you could put more spices on it if you want. It was so delicious, it may now have, you know, made it to the top of my favorite one. Every week, they top each other. Well, that the is Mies the meals. magic of Mies Meals, that it is customizable to your own taste as well. Yeah. So we get these um, ingredients that come fresh to our house, 
And we actually put them together and cook them based on the recipe card that comes with all of these fresh ingredients. They're not only fresh, they're prepped, they're washed, they're cut, they're cleaned and measured and ready to ready to uh, use as ingredients. So I had a tofu dish with sweet potatoes and kale and a peanut sauce. How was that? And it, with brown rice. It was one of my favorite dishes at Mies Meals. Yeah, Mike probably had something with steak. Steak, steak mm-hmm. and peppers or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, folks, Mies Meals, one of our new sponsors, and they have a special offer for you because you're a listener to this show. When you order Mies Meals for the very first time, you will uh, save 50% by using the promo CARL at checkout. So uh, go to their website, Mies, M-E-E-Z, Meals.com, MiesMeals.com. Check out all of the incredible um, dinners that they have available. And if you'd like to see the preparation of them, Carl and I post videos of us actually step-by-step preparing these videos in our own kitchen. So you can check out the final product and you can see the uh, progress along the way. Yeah, and it's super easy to cook these and you'll uh, be like a gourmet chef. Your family's going to love it, and it only takes about 15 to 20 Mm -hmm. minutes to make each dinner. And the great thing about it, Lisa, is every single week, it's something new. I mean, it's—and I would never have prepared something like this because, but you know, I'm not a cook. No, I know. But it comes, it's all there. It's really great, folks. Mies, M-E-E-Z, meals.com, and use the promo code CARL at checkout. Okay, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall had an action series that came to radio in 1951 called Bold Venture. And we have the very first episode in the series for you. It's called Deadly Merchandise. Let's tune this in. March 26, 1951. Here's Bold Venture. Bold Venture. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture. Sailor, Havana, Cuba, where we started from, where we get off. Out. How long can you keep it up, Slade? Come on, come on, off the boat. I said, how long can you keep it up? You've been sore ever since we left Key West. So we didn't meet him, so we didn't pick up his cargo. Look, Sailor, a guy named Scarn sends us a wire. He says, meet him in Key West, move his cargo. I didn't want to go, you wanted to go. All right, and Mr. Scarn and whatever he wanted us to bring to Havana weren't there. But we had a boat ride to Key West and back, you and me. That's nothing, huh? Come on, sailor, let's get off the boat. Here, I'll help you. I don't need any help. What are you angry about? The money we didn't make? No, it was time away from Havana. But I didn't have to be away from her. You talk about Havana like it was a woman. (laughs) Do I? How do you talk about me behind my back? Walk ahead of me and I'll think of something. There's your Havana, a cockfight. Come on, let's take a look, sailor. How's your bloodlust today? Oh, let's get out of here. Consider it, sailor. Two birds with steel spurs slashing each other to pieces. Let's pause and cheer. Come on. Oh, let's watch for a while. People get to enjoy this sort of thing. Let's find out why. 
I don't want to find out why. I'll see you back at Shannon's place. All right. Okay, let's go. You got a bang out of watching that? No, it gives me a chance to get bitter. Makes me an honest man. Por favor, senor, senorita. Huh? The cockfight disgusts you, huh? See, si. your tastes are too delicate, or perhaps... What's this slate? A new way to catch the Yankee dollar? Or perhaps the Yankee merchandise. The lady asked you what this is, amigo. Who are you? Permit me to tell you the story of my life. I am a poet. I guess that's worth a dollar. Give him a dollar, Slate. Well, what are we, patrons of the arts? Permit me to refuse the money. Permit me to return to the matter of the Yankee merchandise you have brought from Key West. Well, this is a man with a problem, Slate. You are the people from the boat, the bold venture. We're the people from the boat, the bold venture. Now it rhymes. Nice going, sailor. Then it is a simple matter. Since you are the people from the boat, it is simple. We will make arrangements for the removal of the merchandise. Now look, Shelley, my... Mario, my name, permit me. That is my name. Mario, sure. I forgot my memory's a little shaky. Mine, too. Hers, too. So we're having a tough time remembering what this is all about. Slower reading, huh? Are you trying to be clever, mi amigo? Or perhaps you have pleasure in tweaking my patience? The merchandise, permit me, but the merchandise... It is a matter of life and death. When shall we remove it from your boat? The poet only knows one poem, Slate. Yeah. Wave him goodbye. A fond farewell, Mary. But it is a matter of... You cannot. The merchandise, it, it can mean life, it can mean death. You cannot refuse about the merchandise. The merchandise! If you want to be happy and lead a king's life, never make a pretty woman your wife. Therefore, from a logical point of view, marry a woman uglier than you. A pretty woman makes a husband look small, and then he very often falls his downfall. Therefore, from a logical point of view, Marry a woman uglier than you. Ah, Lady Sailor, Mr. Slade, why you come back so soon to King Moses? Because you love me? Why else, King Moses? I tell why else. Because on trip to Key West, something sour must have turned more sour. <laughs> Am I inevitably correct? You are inevitably correct, King Moses. You come back to make King Moses sloppy with happiness, Mr. Slate. Therefore, order me about. Bring us something to eat, King. Oh, an ecstasy, a joy, a frenzy, a keep. Uh, just uh, bring us something to eat. Right now, Mr. Slate. You really do love him, don't you, Slate? Uh-huh. Like he was my own. How long does it take for someone to be your own? Ah, that depends. Ready with the food, King? Ready. Yours, Mr. Slade. Yours, Lady Sailor. You talk, I smile inside myself. I get my guitar, I got song for you. Sing it, King. A lady approach who waits for Slade. A lady so handsome no one can hate. A lady who in hotel did register. A lady who bring joy, maybe despair. Perdone me, Senor Shannon, but I think perhaps you were looking for me. For Bibi? No, Senor? 
Well, I don't know you, but I... I think perhaps I was looking for you. For B.B. Slate. Uh, I want to explain something to you about the hotel business, sailor. I am what is known as a mine host. That comes in two parts. Mine and host. Sit down, B.B. That's it. Still, you have not answered my question, Senor Shannon. You look for me? Well, I look for a lot of things. Why particularly for you? Because you are the man who brought his boat into port only a little while ago. Oh, the lady wants a boat ride. Why don't you try the nearest tunnel of love, Miss B.B.? This is included in the price we must pay for the merchandise? No, B.B., I throw that in for free. Now, wait a minute. You said merchandise, B.B. Isn't that what you said? Yes. B.B., the gentleman posed a question. Will you answer the gentleman's question? You know very well what it is we want. Sure, sure, but uh, let's hear it from your own red lips. Huh. Now I understand. It is a matter of more money, huh? Well, we expected it, and we despise you for it. But we will pay it. I have room 6A. I will wait for you there. But give me ten minutes to arrange for more money. When I pay your price, there will be no more delay. Is it final? It is final. See, uh, 6A, she said. And that's what she said, Slate. That's just what she said. You know, Sailor, I think I can handle this alone. Why don't you wait for me downstairs, huh? Because I'm afraid of the dark. I cry in it. That's what I thought. Now you know. Slate, that noise. It's already happened to us once today. Well, maybe the little lady's a bookie for gamecock fights. Hey, let's go. Slate, look, look, her face, her body. Yeah, slashed to ribbons, slashed to death by a gamecock. Slate, oh, Slate. Now, how do you like Havana, sailor? Lisa Duvall, what do you think of that? I'm Humphrey Bogart here. Uh, not the best. I don't have the best. I'm not the best at Bogart. Really? I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're listening to Bold Venture, the very first episode in the Bold Venture series, starring Humphrey Bogart <laughs> and Lauren Bacall. You're supposed to say Lauren Bacall. Oh. Lauren Bacall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like her. Uh, we'll get back to it here on Hollywood 360. In just a few minutes. Are you going to stick around? Is your microphone going to be working when we come uh, back? I don't know. Let's ask our producer. She breaks everything around here. She yeah. broke the microphone. I know. I'm really hard on it, too. All right. We'll be right back. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co 
co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Lisa, one of my heroes is a man named William F. Buckley Jr. You might remember him as the host of Firing Line on PBS. He hosted it for more than three decades. Anyway, Buckley got his start as founder of the magazine National Review back in 1955. Even back then... We had problems with sensationalistic, sloppy journalism, and he thought Americans deserved a serious conservative voice in the public square. National Review was the answer to that problem, and they are continuing that legacy today. We are proud to be partnering with National Review here at Hollywood 360. More than 65 years later, they are still committed to producing serious journalism from a conservative perspective. If you're looking for a serious news source grounded in America's founding principles, we have a special offer just for Hollywood 360 listeners. Whether you like to read online or prefer a good magazine in your hands, you can start reading today by going to nationalreview.com slash Hollywood for 60% off any subscription. That's nationalreview.com slash Hollywood, 60% off any subscription. Not bad, right? No, it's a deal. You know, our sponsors are so generous. They, uh, like National Review, 60% off for you to try it. I mean, what better time to, to, to go and check it out? Me's Meals, that's another one of our sponsors. They give you 50% off the first time you try them. You know, these are these are sponsors that know that you'll love their product. They want to give it to you at really a uh, super, super deal. Try it out. I mean, Me's Meals, we get these uh, incredible meals. Mike gets them. Lisa and I get them sent to our homes each and every week. It's incredible. We tell everyone we meet. Yeah. We were talking about it just the other day, how much we really enjoy our meals from Mies Meals because it's unlike anything that we would know how to prepare ourselves. Yeah, Mies Meals. You should check them out, folks. Every single week they have like seven or eight new dinner items that you can order. And we're talking about almost anywhere in the United States. They have it figured out. They know how to get it to you like in a day. And just go to their website, Mies, M. E-E-Z, that's M-E-E-Z meals.com. And when you go there, look at all of their great items and try it. If you order, make sure you use the promo code CARL at checkout, and then you'll save 50% off that first time you order. And it's important to note also that you choose your own meals. It's not just sent to you. You look at the menu, choose what you like, not what you don't like. It's also somewhat customizable, whether you're gluten-free or have a dairy allergy or, you know, whatever it is, um, you can, they will work with you and uh, make it right for you and your diet. Yeah, it comes to you all chopped, prepped, ready to go. There's a, there's a little, um, kind of a card that tells you how to prepare it. it. takes about 20 minutes, and it's on your table. Your family is going to love it and love you for making a gourmet meal for them from Mies Meals. That's M-E-E-Z Meals.com. Make sure you use the promo code CARL at checkout and save a whopping 50% off your first order. 
We're listening to Bold Venture, the very first episode in the series. Humphrey Bogart plays Slate Shannon, who owns a hotel in Havana and gets involved in intrigue with his beautiful sidekick, Sailor Sailor Duvall. And uh, Sailor, of course, played by Lauren Bacall. All right, let's get back to this right now. The conclusion to Deadly Merchandise on Bold Venture. Mr. Slade. Mr. Slade. Mr. Slade is wearing out his office floor, King Moses. Tell me, I'll tell him. The police have made a farewell to the front door, Lady Sailor. They are five minutes gone. Thanks, I'll tell Mr. Slade. You want anything I can do for the after the police occasion, Lady Sailor? You, Mr. Slade? No, I'll call if we want anything. My get on me in hammock outside. You open the window and whistle for King Moses. If you want something. Slate. Slate. What are you trying to build? All right. I don't blame you, Slate. I I know. It's it's hard to believe. What's hard to believe? Beautiful woman killed by a fighting bird. A bird with steel spurs on it. Oh, Slate. And at my hotel, girl locked in in a room in my hotel with a bird bred to slash for blood. I don't like cops in my place. Cops are for the tourist trade, not... Is that all that bothers you? The fact that the police were here? What's it to you what bothers me? I didn't ask for your questions. I didn't ask for you. All right, Slate, all right. Kind of a jerk am I, anyhow. A man tells me to take care of his daughter. So I take care of his daughter. You. What am I? Out of my mind? I don't need you hanging around here, sailor. I don't need anything about you. I got along great before... Before my father died? What do you want me to do, Slate? Leave? Well... Sit down, Slate. You're sweating? It's a trick I know. It's hot, so I sweat. You want me to fan you? I'll fan you. You like me to fan you, Slate? Like this? Uh, Look at you. The way you're dressed. Jeans, the way your hair is. Man has to walk towards you to know you're a woman. I should do something about your hair, sailor. What's the matter with it? Other women with hair like that, they'd... With hair like what? Like this? You can touch it, Slate. Touch it. Go ahead. Touch it. Answer the door. You answer it. Yeah. Better meet me. Hey, it's the poet. Tell him to come in. He can wave the fan. An explanation for the events of this afternoon are in order, see? Well, don't make it tough this time, Mario. What are you trying to tell us? A tragedy. The killing of the girl, Bibi, was a tragedy. Well, what do you know about Bibi? Bibi was the sister of my wife. She... Please, what time is it? Hey, look, if you don't... It's almost 2.30, Mario. Gracias. Now, permit me. It is very wrong that Bibi is dead. A wrong that is part of an even greater wrong. So help me What if... kind of wrong? Like so. The merchandise you have brought. Those of us on an island you know, here in the Caribbean. Those of us who wait for the guns. Guns? So that's it. That's the merchandise. Guns. Precisely. Perhaps there is a better way to purchase human dignity. But we do not know of it. We need those guns. And you think we have the guns for your revolution? Of course. Like so. 
You came with the boat. Oh, permit me, I will answer it. A compatriot I am expecting. He's to meet me here. Shot dead, like so. A lady she come to Shannon's place, a delicate figure and clothes of lace. Then the lady she died in Shannon's place. A gamecock with spurs, he slash her face. A poet he came to Mr. Slate, make big apology for being late. He explains his wants to Mr. Slate, but bullet in heart bring him poor to stay. Mr. Slade, he turned to Lady Sailor. He says, you know... That's enough, King. Do I call the police again, Mr. Slade? No. Two people die in my place, that makes it personal. I like that poet. You're not always a real tough man, are you, Slade? I said I like that poet. And that girl, Bebe? And that girl, Bebe. What about her? Did you like her, too? She had a problem. She came to me for help. She died. My father said you'd be a man like that. Why don't you get out of here, sailor? Why don't you go back to the States? Look at the mess. I'm in it, you're in it. Why don't you leave, sailor? You don't know, do you? Mr. Slate. Yeah, what do you want, King? Here are the dead gentleman's papers from his pocket. Oh, let's have a look. Mario Pavana, 64 Avenado, Lorca. We're going calling, huh, Slate? When a man like Mario dies, somebody's got to tell somebody because somebody might want to know. I would. I'd want to know. Well, let's go to Avenida Lorca, sailor. Yes? What is it you want, senor, senorita? Uh, we, uh, we come to... Is it about Bibi? My sister, Bibi? If you have come to tell me of her death, it has already been revealed to me. Well, just a minute, senora. I am called Celestine. Will it not be easier for you so? Yeah, easier. If you're Bibi's sister, then the poet Mario... Uh, Mario... He's my husband. Yes, a poet and a husband. I'm fortunate, am I not? You are friends of Mario's? Yes, friends. Um, Sailor, I can't do it. You tell her. Thanks loads. Uh, Senora Celestine, uh, your husband... What? Uh, he... What is it of my husband? What is it? He's dead. Okay, okay, Sailor, how long can you take to tell a woman her husband's dead? He said he was going to the waterfront to write me a verse. A little verse. Who are you? Are you of the police? We're Mario's friends. We want to find his murderer. It will not bring him back. Mario was telling us something before he died. About a revolution. About guns. Mario was to me a man who loved me. Who wrote little verses for me. 
Of this other Mario that you speak, I know nothing. Who would? Senor Etienne Parada, maybe. Senor Etienne spoke often with Mario late into the night while I slept. I would bring them food and then leave them to talk among men. Where would we find Senor Etienne? He has a villa, 17 Avenue de Quarteres. I think there is nothing more for us to say to each other. Adios, friends of Mario. Come right in, senor. Senorita. What's your name, Etienne? No, senor. I am the uh, butler. Where's Etienne? In the auditorium with the rest of the guests. There is a concert. This way. In here. I will leave you. Adios. Hey, some concert. That girl, the way she's dancing, Slate. She's wonderful. Yeah, real authentic. Am I being rude? Yes, yes, you are. Can't you see that girl's trying to express herself? I am your host. My name is Etienne. Uh, this way, please. Yeah, yeah, sure. Celestine called. She told me to expect you. Did she tell you about her husband? About Mario? Yes, yes. Did you two kill him? How's your record, Etienne? Not flawless, senor. Uh, in here, por favor, this room. Pepe. Hey, what is this? Who is this guy? These are the ones, Pepe. The man and woman we have been waiting for. Now, senor, you will tell us. Why have you come to Etienne? Because I don't like my hotel to be loused up with dead bodies. First a girl was killed and a poet. Would you know why? Yes, yes, I would know why. Who are you, Etienne? Why should you know so much? It does not embarrass me to say that I am a patriot. You see, Bibi and Mario were revolutionaries. They were killed by our enemies. This we know. They were killed to prevent them from taking guns across the Caribbean to our islands. The guns they thought were on your boat. <laughs> we shall proceed without Bibi and Mario. The man is talking like he's got the guns anyhow, Slate. See, we have them. They came on another boat, not yours. Well, use them in good health. Let's go, sailor. Uh, wait, senor. I knew it. Peek over your shoulder, Slate. I just did. Question, what's the caliber of the gun Peppy has in his hand? A 32 or a 38? Looks like a 32. <laughs> it's a 38. You will help us, then. Help you do what? We have the guns, you have a boat. It's necessary to have both to get the guns to my island. Besides, I prefer not to have you roaming the streets of Havana until we have disposed of the weapons. Who wants to roam the streets? Me, Daddy. Eh, por favor, senor, move quickly. There is a great need to hurry. <laughs> you admire the view, senor, eh? This cliff that screams down into the sea, or perhaps Senor is afraid of such height. But the view is magnificent, no? The guns are nice, too. <laughs> you have exquisite taste, Senor. In guns, in boats, and uh, in... Uh... In me? <laughs> Precisely, Senorita. 
See how wrong you can be, Slate? The man said that you had... Get uh... off it, Andy Etienne. What do we play now? Oh, no play, senor, I assure you. Hard work. Pepe is below in your boat waiting for the guns. You will see that he gets them. Then you will take us to our destination on your exquisite boat. You mean I lugged them all the way from this cliff down to the boat? Uh, not quite so hard, senor. You see, we are prepared. A cargo net, winch. You place the guns in the net, then lower them to Pepe. Quick, simple. Like pie. It'll be like pie, won't it, Slate? I'll help. Uh, no, senorita, no, no. You will simply stand there. Because you will inspire the senor to magnificent effort. You may begin, senor. What happens when we're through here? You will be killed. Ask a silly question. Oh, but it's so easy for you. You have but to die. Me, I have to commit a murder. My heart bleeds for you. Thank you, senorita. That's enough, senor, for one load. Lower the winch. Aquí, one. Aquí. Si, Celestine. We're glad you're happy, Celestine. Yeah, we're glad. Thanks for saving our lives. It was messy, but thanks. My heart is filled with kindness for you both. We'll drink to your heart filled with kindness in Havana. Tell your boy to take that gun away and we'll go. You were so kind to come and tell me of my husband's death. I want to do something gracious for you. In Shannon's place. Do something gracious for us in Shannon's place. I will not permit one to kill you. You will die as suicides. I wouldn't have it any other way. Tell us about killing people, Celestine. Were you born that way or did it come on you all of a sudden? They tried to make a revolution. You were foolish enough to stumble into it. It is a pity you stumbled into the wrong side. You and Juan here are the right ones. You are all alike. Poets, revolutionaries, adventurers. All with the intellect of trained fleas. Bibi, Mario, Etienne, Pepe. Oh, yes. Pepe is dead also. Juan took care of it. Bibi was your sister. And Mario... They were fools. They are happier dead. Now walk. To the edge of the cliff. Walk. You're happy now, sailor? You're real happy? What? You came to Havana. You got what you came for, huh? Excitement, romance, a tropic moon, people killed. You've gone crazy. What are you talking about? What you wanted, isn't it, sailor? That's why you came to me, because it was empty for a girl like you back there from wherever you came from. Real empty. Why, why you... Don't slap me, sailor. I'll break you in two. No one! No, do not put your hands on him. <laughs> Leave them alone. <laughs> Just keep the gun in his back. They will kill each other. <laughs> Sailor, watch it. You watch it. He's got a gun in your back. Have a gun in my back. One! Careful, one! Careful! The gun! Get it, Sailor. Pick it up. Now you, Celestine. You let me go! Let me Don't go! Don't struggle, Celestine. Relax. Enjoy yourself. I'm a tender guy. I'm taking you back to Havana. Fool! Take your hands off me! Let me go! Uh-huh, Celestine. Oh. I'm holding you real tight till the Havana police take you away from me. You hold her that tight, she's not going to be in any condition for the police. So what about Juan? Got a gun in your hand, haven't you, sailor? Oh, sure. Sorry. I forgot for a moment. Oh, get with it, sailor. 
Keep that gun pointed to one until we get back to Havana. Then what? Then Shannon's place. Better back there. I'll want you with me. How do you like it, Slate? Like what? Dancing with me. Oh, it's all right. I'm wearing a dress now. Yeah, I, I noticed. And my hair. You like it this way? You like my hair this way, Slate? Let's get out of here. I like it here. Come on, let's go. Go ahead. I'll find somebody who likes to dance. I said come on. Why? There's a breeze outside. What's a breeze got to do with it? I want to see what it does to your hair. And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. There is Bold Venture, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall in Deadly Merchandise, March 26, 1951. You know, this was a syndicated series, Lisa, by Frederick W. Ziv. He was the biggest syndicator of radio programming. All right, this time for, it's time now for this month in music history. All right, we're going back to 1995. I know you like this song. That's the Remingtons, <laughs> or something like that, right? So close. The Remingtons. We got a few letters out of that. Right? It's um, it's Friends theme. It is the theme song to Friends. And this is the something with an R. It right? is what not is the it? Remingtons, but it's the Rembrandts. Oh man, right. so close. So close. I mean, I, I mean, come on. I mean, you have you the first three that. letters right. Can you give me so that? So I'm sorry, I can't. Mm. But you got the Friends part. Friends was on from 1994 to 2004, so this song really uh, skyrocketed because of so the like show. So like 10 years, 10 seasons? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and it reached number 17 on the Billboard charts. Yeah. Yep. All right, thanks, Lisa. Sure. When we come back, it's more of Hollywood 360, so stay with us. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. All right, in our next hour, we're going to need a caller to play Beat the Host. We'll also tune in to the Jack Benny program. And the subject for Beat the Host, Lisa? Oh, I couldn't be more thrilled. It's Carol Burnett. So she's turning 89, and we're looking for caller number 6. So you can call right now at 312-642-5600. We'll see you in the next hour. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families, too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform. 